This is Gray Man Media Content. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, welcome to Wolf Takes a Bite. This is what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about Bloody Mary! One type is about three feet tall, very dark. To the search for truth, little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. Welcome back to another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite. Bonjour. Do you like that? Yeah, <laughs> you've been you've been studying hard. Not at all. Oh, I've been doing Japanese. So <laughs> see who play. Uh, That's as far as I got. Baguette. Snail. As cargo. As cargo. <laughs> oh, we're off to a great start. Absolutely. Now that I'm not high. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite. I am John Wolf with my co-host Devin Green. That's me, bitches. And we are back again with another episode. Almost in time for a perfect dinner. Oh yeah, because Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Uh, at or something like that. <laughs> when the, when you're watching this, that's that's true. Probably. Yeah. Or you just had your wonderful Thanksgiving dinner with your family. Everybody's nice and clean until your little sister goes into the bathroom and starts screaming into the mirror. Oh. Bloody Mary, Bloody oh. Mary, Bloody Mary, which I just did into a camera, which means we're probably going to all die now. What is this thing you're doing? I don't know, but that I was, like it. It was okay. It was not bad. What you what you did though to tie that all together was pretty good. And yeah. then, but you're doing this voice. Oh, voice. Thing. Yeah, I always ruin it with my voice. That's what they say. <laughs> Anybody ever tell you you have a face for radio? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That's why I'm doing a visual podcast. <laughs> anyway, so we're learning about Bloody Mary, huh? Yes, Bloody Mary. Um, you know, she was the first ever queen of England to rule in her own right. Um, but her critics um, have long been... No. Is it louder than normal? It is. I just, it's throwing me off. Do you hear it? Yeah, I do. It is fucking crazy. Do you want to know what it is? No. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the fan. Oh, man. I mean, I can't hear it. Yeah. It's all that matters. <clears throat> all right, should we start over? No, my first bit was good. So how are you going to cut it together? Yeah, it's way quieter now. Look to point one, look to point two, and three. She was the first ever queen of England to rule in her own right. But to her critics, Mary I of England has long been known as Bloody Mary. Now why is this supernatural, you may ask? I'd like to know. Say another P word for me. Pro. Protection. Provided to you by Trojan Condoms. Nope. Can't sponsor. 
you're allowed to sponsor us, but you don't. Camp sponsor. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I don't know. I guess you go to camp and they sponsor. <laughs> Are you sick? This is going to be a weird one. You mean your kid, you mean your summer camp wasn't sponsored by Trojan Condoms? Because mine was. <laughs> do you mean that you went to summer camp? Yeah, many times. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. And they handed out condoms every time. It was a good time. Yeah, I never went to summer camp. I didn't know what to do with them. I also, actually, no, I did do the Bloody Mary thing once. At camp? No. Oh, see, that's normally where it happens. See, I'm tying it all back together again. Really? Yeah. See, I was trying to move towards. Okay, what? Okay, so she burned a bunch of people at the cross. Yes. Protestants? <laughs> this unfortunate nickname was given <coughs> thanks to her persecution of her Protestant heretics, whom she burned at the stake in the hundreds. Hundreds, you said. Hundreds. But is this fair portrayal of her? She was... <laughs> I thought you were about to be like... Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she was a bloodthirsty religious fanatic that uh, posterity had bequeathed to us. Now, while the hundreds died under Mary's reign, her dark legacy may have as much to do with the fact that she was a Catholic monarch succeeded by a Protestant queen in a country that remained Protestant. History, as they say, is written by the victors. Could you imagine if we, like, went this entire episode talking about protesters or whatever the fuck you said protestants protestants yeah that's that's the word you use <laughs> during her five-year reign mary had over 300 religious dissenters burned at the stake in what are known as the marian persecutions it is a statistic it is a statistic which seems barbaric but her own father henry one of the kings. V-I-I-I-I. Eight. Oh, yeah, Henry VIII. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that was her father? It's a tis... <laughs> it <is> yeah. <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! No, fuck you! That stays in! That whole thing stays in! Henry VIII... It is uh, a statistic which seems executed barbaric, but 81 people for heresy. For heresy, goddamn heresy. Heretic. Heretic. Henry VIII executed 81 Fuck people you, for bitch. heresy. And her half sister, Elizabeth I, also executed scores of people for her faith. So, why is Mary's name linked with religious persecution? Bloody Mary. Mm -hmm. Why is her name linked with religious persecution probably because she killed like 300 religious people right for the most part being burned at the stake was typical punishment for heresy. holy shit i hate that image why show it here why do you hate that that's terrible i love it you know they say that being burned alive is like one of the worst ways to go also this is such a really interesting piece of art because it was done in pointillism with hatching it's really yeah. Interesting technique that they used here. I mean, it's pretty... It's something. Yes. All right, you can take it down now, John. Okay. She uh, Now, eight things you may not know about Bloody Mary. Now, okay, let, let, let's take a pause here on the actual religious Apostles history. Apostles are. At the actual history. So, there is, if you don't know, supposedly you can summon this queen from the demonic depths of hell. 
by staring into a mirror, lighting 13 candles, and repeating her name over the sink as you do so, apparently she'll come through, haunt you, and kill you like the grudge girl. Mm-hmm. Does it have to be 13 wicks or 13 candles? I think it's just candles, wicks, whatever. Okay, Preferably like, unscented. There's, unless it's scented like flesh. Well, I thought it would be fun for us to go try that. Oh. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. Yes. After We can take after we finish the episode, we'll put that part right here. Because we're not tearing down all this shit and then moving and getting back again. Oh, I figured we'd do it right this second. Yeah, okay, let's go. Now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and if we didn't do that, that's going to be really weird. Yeah. Do you have candles? I don't know if I have. That's why I asked about the wick versus candle thing. Do you have wicks? Well, I have candles that have multiple wicks, but I don't that's know if fine. I have. Okay, that's why I was asking. We'll make an amendment. Listen. Unlike Mary. Listen, listen, listen. The camera's not. It's not like they're going to be able to count out 13 candles. We could just get a couple of them. You know what I mean? You just want to be in the bathroom with me and some candles. Okay, and then you ruined it. Now we're no longer <laughs> doing this. <laughs> no, let's go. Look at <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so you got to have 13 candles. I didn't even know that when I was a kid. Because I, I did the Bloody Mary thing. You, you just have to repeat her name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't do the Three times, thing. I think it is. Yeah. Um, well, it's witchcraft. So, I mean, you're summoning something. It's the rules of threes and thirteens. That's always that's always a thing. Absolutely. Um, and the candles are a representation, uh, really, of, you know, burning people at the stake. <laughs> so she loves that. She loves it. <laughs> Big fan. Why wouldn't she want to come Do over they there? need to be candles made by Protestants? I think that would piss her off more. <laughs> She'd probably love that even more. She'd probably be like, hell yeah. Burn no, the wait. No, you're right. She would be mad because then we were... We were, yeah, yeah, we yeah. were helping the Protestants. Yes, but apparently this only works. I, I mean, and this might actually not work because I think I've done this before a few times as a child. And <laughs> no I didn't way, die. this doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. But you know, I'm not Protestant, so maybe that's what it is. Oh, uh, you know, I'm I'm, I have no religion, so like I could just become Protestant. Yeah, like really, really fast. How long do you think it takes? I don't know. A Google search. All right, so we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Here's our results. Of the 13 in me that we did. Ta-da! Anyway. <laughs> well, uh, anything you may not know, she had a lot of stepmothers. And she was born at Greenwich Place uh, in 1516. Uh, seven Palace. Years, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> after seven years after the 1509 marriage of her parents, Henry VIII. Yes. And Catherine of Argonne. Yeah, not the dragon. I was, I was, I thought that was a dragon. Yeah, what, what, is, what is that from? Aragon, the book. Oh fuck! <laughs> I look really dumb right now. Mary was no, Mary was her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mary was her only child to survive past infancy. However, and in the 1520s, Henry, unhappy with his wife, hadn't produced a male heir. Decided to end their marriage and wed Anne Boleyn, the sister of one of his former mistresses. Oh, no. Then 1527, Henry gets around, you know. Yeah, he's, he's making the rounds. A Catholic <laughs> sought an annulment for 
uh, from the Pope on the grounds his, that his union with Catherine was incestuous and unlawful since he'd been previously married to his deceased older brother. She'd been married to his oh, deceased older brother. He wasn't married. So it was his sister-in-law that became her stepmother. They became the bearer. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the king broke Rome, basically. Um, the king broke with Rome and tied the knot with Anne in 1533. So within, like, you know what, 20, 20 years, you married three people? Bro, that's a lot of people to marry, especially when you only lived to, like, what, 40 back then? Mm-hmm. And then he became the head of the Church of England. Henry VIII was a was was a masterpiece. Yeah, you want to talk about some accolades? Yeah, really. That man had them. Mary's succession to the throne wasn't easy. However, following her father's marriage to Anne Boleyn in 1533, Mary was declared illegitimate and removed from the line of succession to the throne. After Henry and Boleyn executed the couple's daughter, Elizabeth also was removed from the line of succession. In wow. 1544, Henry uh, reinstated both daughters to the line of succession behind their half-brother, Edward, born to the king's third wife in 1537. Mm. So, I'm going to kind of skip a lot. Yeah, that's, I, was, I, was like, Look at it, I was like, that's a lot. <laughs> Basically, a lot of fucking around, a lot of... Ins- Royal in family, the family trees are insane. <sighs> it's, like, a f- it's like a fucking stick. Straight. It's like... um. It's like a like a game that they play around a throne, like Game of Thrones. Oh wow! Wow! I wonder where they got that idea from. So she was also said to be engaged at age two. Age two. Oh, so they just married her off like as soon as she was born, basically. Yeah, she was two years old. I mean, this is actually very common, even in Game of Thrones. For them to marry children to people who are in their twenties, you gotta strengthen the family ties. Well, it's all about the the heir, what you get, blah blah blah, the dowry kind of thing, making the family stronger. Family ties. So Mary sounds like they need an eight-second car. Oh no! (laughs) Whole other episode. Uh, so at two Family. years old, she was engaged. Uh, for royals to marry, marriage was only about dynasty building and diplomatic relations more than love. So she was just two years old. Mary was set to be engaged to the son of the king of France, although the arrangement was terminated seven, several years later as the young princess was betrothed to her cousin, Emperor Charles V, who was 16 years older than her, however. <sighs> Uh, then she became queen and she was engaged to Charles V's son, Prince Philip of Spain. (laughs) Uh huh. More than a decade later, the younger or more than a decade younger than Mary, Philip, also Catholic, came to England to meet her for the first time in 1554. The pair tied the knot two days later at Winchester Castle. Man, when you know, you know. That's not how it was. <laughs> no, that she was in love. Uh, she succeeded him and then later became king of Portugal. Wow. At four. Portugal, Spain, and Britain. We got all three of the big boys. Mm-hmm. Her marriage plans uh, basically sparked an uprising with the uh, Englishmen, and they attempted to overthrow Mary, uh, fearing foreign domination if Mary would Spain's Prince Philip. Mm-hmm. And anxious about the monarch's restoration of Catholicism, 
uh, referred to by historians as the Wyatt Rebellion. So for one of the for one of the biggest things, around 100 people involved in this action were executed uh, trying to overthrow the throne. Is that separate from the 300? I think it's included. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she had a couple miscarriages, false pregnancies. Um, nothing really ever came of that. I think she was just gonna. We're gonna move past that. Um, <laughs> I don't have a right to talk about women's issues here. I was going to say, that was quite a bit that you just glossed over right there. That's it's okay. I don't I, think I need to talk about it. I'm with you. I don't think I need to talk about it. If you're getting pregnant at 12, you're probably not going to carry to term. Likelihoods. Especially um, back then, shit. I know. 1500s. We thought 1800s were bad. This is that 1500s? Yeah. Oh. In England. My fucking God, dude. There was literally dragons scorching <laughs> the villagers. How does this How does this come into this? Like, how are we bringing Game of Thrones? You're just watching it now, aren't you? Are you watching I have the new no idea. Are you watching the new season? I've never seen Game of Thrones a day in my life, but we did cover dragons in one of our episodes, and I know for a fact in the that those people, the villagers, are getting scorched. Well, they were getting scorched because she actually had hundreds of people <laughs> burned at the stake. No! Maybe not by a dragon. dragon. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. but <laughs> that would have been a cool way to go. Yeah, it would have been cooler to... Man. Yeah, there you go. Halfway through the episode. That looks better. Sure. <laughs> no problem. That's what I'm here for. All right. Uh, she was also... Uh, she... Mm. She also resurrected the laws against heresy. As a result, nearly 300 Protestants were burned at the stake. Heretics! Heretics. Among these were Thomas Cranmer, Archbishop of Canterbury, an advisor to King Henry VIII and Edward VI, Mary's father and brother. Cranmer had declared the marriage of Mary's parents unlawful so Henry could wed Anne Boleyn. He was among the list of people burned at the stake at her hand uh she basically lost england's last territory in france uh the queen dealt a blow dealt a blow in 1558 when the french uh captured Calais and port town referred to as the brightest jewel in the english crown it was basically their largest gateway for trade. She just basically ruined the entire country. Yeah, she was fucking shit up for sure. Uh-huh. She didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> Not at all. If we could vote, I'm sure they would vote her out. I don't think that's how monarchies work. It's not. <laughs> uh, she actually ended up being overshadowed by her younger sister. Um, during her five-year reign, uh, when her five-year reign ended, uh, she died during an influenza epidemic in 1558 at the age of 42. That's what I'm talking about, bro. In the 1500s, they couldn't even survive the flu. You motherfuckers were dying left and right. So something weird about this is that uh, her sister, Elizabeth, who ruled until her death in 1603, um, her successor, James I, commanded that her coffin be placed on top of Mary's in a vault at, Win at Westminster Abbey and had a large monument of Elizabeth erected at the site while Mary only warranted a mention in an inscription on the monument. So, Bloody Mary, in her afterlife even, was getting fucked over. Yeah, she was getting shafted pretty hard. 
really hard. Yeah. Like all those wooden stakes that she would tie people to. And then she had to deal with all the slumber parties where fucking stupid ass bitches be summoning her from the dead. Could you imagine? Yeah. That's like, just ass, bro. I mean, probably pretty annoying. I mean, but she did set 300 people on fire, so I guess, you know. You deserve it. <laughs> warranted. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, there was modern mo- Protestant martyrs became powerful folklore, and this is how we started getting to Mary's game, as that word say, possibly. If it's a game. <laughs> kind of like a slumber party game. Of Thrones. Shut up. <laughs> Now there's words I can't say anymore in my life. Man, get fucked. Yep. <laughs> uh, so first published five years after Mary's death, uh, there was a Fox's worth work was a huge success, printed and an enormous portfolio. Um, the second edition was ordered to be installed in every cathedral church, and church officials were told to place copies in their houses for the use of servants and visitors. Uh, but by the end of 17th century, Fox's work tended to be abbreviated to only include the most sensational episodes of torture and death of Mary's life. And so the graphic accounts of previous Protestant martyrs submissively going to their painful ends at the hand of a tyrant became the folklore of English Reformation. Here's the ritual. Here we go. Historically, the divination ritual encouraged young women to walk up a flight of stairs backwards, holding a candle and a hand mirror in the darkened house. As they gaze into the mirror, they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face. What? This is the ritual for Bloody Mary. We can't do this. Oh, yes, we can. We're not women. Well, we know one. There we do know one. <laughs> <laughs> there was, however, a chance that they would see a skull or the face of the Grim Reaper instead, indicating Damn. that they were going to die before they had the chance to marry. In the ritual of today, here we go. Bloody Mary allegedly appears to individuals or groups who ritualistically invoke her name in the act of. That's a big word. Yeah, you're going to have to speak that one. (laughs) Wait, just look up a synonym for it. Catontromancy. <laughs> you didn't even do it right. Catontromancy. I love this show. This is the best show we do. <laughs> this is my favorite. Catontromancy. You better keep all that in. Fuck her name in the act of catontromancy. <laughs> I can't say the P. <laughs> Woo! All right. This is done by repeatedly chanting her name into a mirror placed in a dimly lit or candlelit room. 
The name must be uttered 13 times. I'm, I'm keeping I'm keeping track. I know what okay. we got to do. Or or what we already did. Well, depending on the episode. No, it's going to be after now. Oh, okay. We were talking shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here yeah, we yeah. go. All right. We're we're about to do it. This we- is the voiceover of the video of us doing it. Are you going to do some kind of cheesy edit to make Probably. it look like God damn it. <laughs> I love this show. So this is done by repeatedly chanting her name into the mirror, placed in a dimly lit or candlelit room 13 times, chanting the name. The name must be uttered 13 times or some other specified number of times. Mm. Usually three. Mm. Bloody Mary. Apparition allegedly. See, I thought I was gonna do it. No, I didn't. The Bloody Mary apparition allegedly appears as a corpse, or a witch, or a ghost that can be friendly or evil. This is sometimes seen covered in blood, hence the name Bloody Mary. The lore surrounding the ritual states that participants may endure the apparition, screaming at them, cursing at them, strangling them, stealing their soul, and drinking their blood, or scratching their eyes out, which they do come out of the bathroom. (laughs) Some variations of the ritual call Bloody Mary by a different name. Hell Mary. Not Hail. Hell Mary. So we'll we'll try both. And Mary Worth. Other popular examples. Um, The modern legend of Hanko-san in Japan... You know about that. You're learning Japanese. That means that doesn't equate at all. <laughs> Strongly uh, parallels the Bloody Mary mythology. Now, there have been some phenomenon and cases actually documented during these things, these tests, these games. Of Thrones. <clears throat> Staring into a... This is a phenomenon. Phenomenal. I don't know, Mary. No, please. Staring into a mirror in a dimly lit room for a prolonged period can cause a one to hallucinate. Yeah, I was, I was hoping that that wouldn't be covered because when when you inevitably asked me what I thought, I was going to tell you that. But yeah, that's true. I mean, obviously. Yeah, we're gonna put it out there. The brain tries to fill the. Uh, we started about nine minutes. We we're good. Uh, the brain tries to fill the void of the, the lack of information, if you will. So if you also isolate yourself uh, from hearing, you will inevitably start to hear things as well. You know, something I did in the midst of this research that was really interesting. Uh, did you do an isolation booth? Kind of. Okay. So I turned on the shower mm-hmm. and uh, Jessica got in the shower mm-hmm. and then I turned all the lights off. Did you guys have shower sex? No, about no, 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 no. Because that's not. No, those I'm two not things are not that. the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. <laughs> that's well. No, I'm saying what you did was separate from from research. Showering <laughs> incomplete, and so doing something as normal as like taking your shower, you know your bathroom, you Just, know where everything is, yeah. but being in there in complete, absolute, total darkness. Uh huh. And I mean, it's just it's definitely a fuckery of your mind. Not even a candlelight in the room. just Yeah, just like pitch black. But that plus the water, like there's something moving. You can hear it hitting different things. Like it just heightens your senses. And it's definitely a trippy experience. Like I could only do it for like maybe 30 seconds to a minute. Like it was... Not, it dude, was, we should try an isolation booth. I bet we would freak, freak the fuck the out. Freak the fuck out, dude. I... I will kill. I will kill. <laughs> I, will, I will literally burn 300 Protestants yes. at the stake. <laughs> 
Sorry to my Protestant listeners. You have to have like a, they what they do is they get like a a pod and you float in water. Well, those yeah, I've seen those. Oh, okay, you know what I'm talking about. In those sometimes too, but those are they shut them off. <coughs> yeah, I don't know if I could do one of those. Yeah, I'd, I'd freak out too, probably. So it, it is called. Um, it's a. It's there is a strange face illusion that comes through. That is believed to be the consequence of uh, a disoactive identity effect. Now, <clears throat> basically, you see a different face on your face, um, or your face looks different to you because of the low light, and your brain is filling in exactly. at extreme amounts of speed, trying to fill in the blanks. Yeah, because your brain is like, we're no longer receiving information, but there must be information because we obvi- we have our eyes open, so let's fill that space. It's yeah. kind of crazy what your brain does. It's and, really and, and that there is a when you're doing shadow work and like you're working on yourself and you're doing shadow work, there is a myriad of ways of doing it, but that is one. Um, but staring yourself down down in the mirror and not losing eye contact with yourself, like yeah, that, that is also that yeah. is also a really weird way to transcend into your own soul. Like it's it's something. Yeah, different. it's it's literally your brain doing it, but like it's weird that our brains do that. You know what I want to really do, though? What? I wanted to get a mirror that's an actual mirror. What? So mirrors, they reflect the opposite, right? But have a... You can't do that. There is a mirror. No. There is a guy who made you, a mirror. I just saw it recently. That's not real. This is not real. <laughs> this is not a real thing. It is. What? He made a not, mirror that yeah. allows you to see yourself the way other people look at you. Like if That's I'm, what a camera does. No, it doesn't. Yes. It still flips the image. If I put my left hand up and I'm looking at the camera, you're going to see that. Your left hand? Yeah, but you're you're talking about video. I'm talking about a physical mirror sitting in front of something that is literally this. It's looking at yourself from the only a third way that could perspective. The only way that could be is if it wasn't a mirror. It was a screen, and there was a camera capturing you. That's like you're talking about a selfie. I'm talking yeah, deeper than that's that. That's not real, dog. That's that's not how reflections work. Show how this reflection thing happens. That's not how reflections work. <laughs> it's smoke and mirrors. Yeah, it's it's it could it could happen. What it probably one way mirrors, two way mirrors. Why what not it third person mirrors? Is, that's not how that works. That what it probably if it wasn't a camera and a screen, it's probably a couple different mirrors. That's like taking one and then it, and then you're seeing a reflection of it's a something reflection. Like that. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's a, that's what it does. It's so a reflection of a reflection. Yeah. That I could see. I could that agree with that. Would be tra- like really crazy. Yeah, it, it would. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad we got that out. It basically causes your brain's facial recognition system to misfire, and that's that's what I would like. That that's what I would like. That's what I would like. I would like to freak the fuck out. <laughs> misfire my brain without drugs. <laughs> it already is, John. Um, other possible explanations for the Bloody Mary instances are just illusions, uh, usually attributed to, but at least partially to. Uh, Perpetual effects of toxins fading, which is something you can look up, have fun, and possibly self-hypnosis <laughs> and or aprophonia. What was that last one? Aprophonia. What is that? Aprophonia. No, but what is it, though? Look it up. Have fun. Oh, okay. Fine. I'll tell you. I, I, I want to know now. Oh, man. I guess for our audio listeners, I at least owe you that. Aprophonia is the tendency to perceive meaningful connections between unrelated things. Holy the term shit. Is a, that's you. Oh, what? No. This is literally describing. Keep reading. The tendency to perceive meaningful connections between unrelated things. 
Aprophonia was coined by a psychiatrist, Klaus Conrad, in 1958, publication on the beginning of states of schizophrenia. <laughs> we just diagnosed John! He defined it as unmotivated seeing of connections, accompanied by a specific feeling of abnormal meaningfulness. I am meaningful, thank you, sir. Bro, you just got diagnosed. He described the early stages of delusional thought as self, uh, self refractal, self refractal <laughs> over interpretations of actual sensory perceptions as opposed to hallucinations. Aprophonia is also become to come to describe a human propensity to unreasonably seek patterns in random information. Such as can occur while gambling. See, that's, well, I don't know about that, but that is what I was going to say is humans do have a tendency to try to find patterns in things. That's just the way our there brains work. There is patterns in everything. Yeah, I know, but that's what I was going to say. All of our brains do that, but I think, like, you're not schizophrenic, but I think your dial on that specific pattern-seeking thing is it's turned up a little bit higher than everybody else's. You just got diagnosed, bro. I don't like this show anymore. <laughs> this is the best one we do. I love this. <laughs> So there's been some debate, mm-hmm. not about my aprophenia, <laughs> but there's been some debate on the identification of Bloody Mary and if she is a based on a real woman. Obviously, we know she is. She's based on Queen Mary. Uh, a number of historical figures have been put forward as candidates for Mary um, other than her, though, okay. including Mary I of England, daughter of Henry VIII, which we talked about, um, who also... There's Elizabeth Bothonary. Um, she was also supposedly could be Bloody Mary. She's a 17th century Hungarian countess who allegedly tortured and killed around 650 girls and women, bathed in their blood, <clears throat> oh. and was accused of vampirism. Oh. And Mary Worth, who was also identified as either a woman who killed slaves escaping the American South via the Underground Railroad or a woman that was burned at the stake during the witch trials in the early modern period of Salem. Um, that last, that second to last one? Oh, yeah, you want to talk about her? Should, we, go, should, we, should, we, should we look maybe, her Maybe up? just a few seconds of it. You okay. know, I just, I'm just kind of interested now. 600... Somewhat 50 girls? girls and women. Yes, <clears throat> yes. Um, and Elizabeth Bathory. B-A-T-H-O-R-Y. That's my least favorite Bathory. thing to do. Elizabeth Bathory. Uh, she was alive during 1560. Um, she was a Hungarian noblewoman. She was an alleged serial killer from the Bathory family um, who owned land in the kingdom of Hungary. <clears throat> Uh, the charges leveled against her have been described as several hist- by several historians as a witch hunt. Uh, she was supposed to be a very nice woman, uh, but uh, aside from that, legends describing her vampiric tendencies entails that she bathed in the blood of virgins to retain her youth, and generally recorded years after her death are being considered unreliable now, though. Uh, she is, in some instances, um, inspired. She did inspire Bram Stoker's Dracula, which was one of my favorite versions of Dracula stories. Like, I love Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, I have to add that to my reading list. You've never <clears throat> read that? Oh, you should make you read in high school. Did you know I didn't go to high school? Oh, yeah. There you go. 
So Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure you just didn't get time to read it, but I mean, it's great. And you know, they also do it at uh, the Actors Theater too in Louisville. They usually put that on during this time of year. Yeah, I, I like books more than plays. A, a play is a book that you're watching. No, 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 no. That book is probably twelve hours long, and the play is probably like an hour and a half. Okay, two hours, two hours. That's a really, really really short book like that's a children's book harry potter's longer than two and a half hours uh-huh well Bram Stoker's dracula is honestly not a long read either <clears throat> it's actually really good anyway yeah if you if you know about Bram Stoker's dracula it's great but this 17 hours and 34 minutes to read it that's the audiobook that's having a professional person <clears throat> read it to you i feel like jess could read that in half a day or like well it's six hours does she speed read or something? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Some people are better at it than others. I would take about 20. 15 days. <laughs> it would take me 15 days to listen to it. Probably more than that. More than that. It'd probably take me a month. I'm almost done with Man on the Hive Castle. You should have to read Linus. That's all I'm saying. It's literally saved. Cool. Awesome. I got it. I'm I'll excited. Talk to you. I'll talk to you about it when I'm done with I'm it. I'm excited. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, well, that's basically it. So, wow. Bloody Mary. So much. So, I guess we're going to go try this. Uh, we got to find a woman and a candle and a mirror. Um, I think us doing it. Because we should, we should have them. We should, we should have Je- one, Jess do that. Why don't we just the mirror do it? thing? Why don't we just Because we don't have vaginas, Devin. And we're not virgins. Neither is either one of the Jesses. Well, we got to pick a lane here. Yeah, I think since <coughs> we're the hosts of the show, maybe we just do it. But we're going to do the camel thing. The camel thing? The candle thing. All right, thanks for listening. If we make it out alive. Bye. If you're an audio-only listener, I'm sorry. You're going to miss this entire next bit. No, you're not. Bye. <laughs> okay. I forgot all the rules. For Bloody Mary. Something about Bloody Mary. But we're going to... 13 times. we got to say it 13 times. Right. Okay. And, uh... Blood of a Virgin? Why don't you just start with saying Bloody Mary? Okay, Bloody Mary. 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 Where are we at? Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. It's a fake. Wait. Mary to the mayor. Believe and call the spirit forward. Come to us, O Mary of blood. I want it. Come to us, Mary. We call you into this bathroom of rapport and repute. This smells like shit. Let's get out of here.
Whoa, really glad y'all stuck around to the end of that one. Let me tell you, if you want to see more content just like that one, you can go either here or here, but definitely don't forget to subscribe right here.